thanks very much for joining us on our third episode of Discussing Society. This episode is all about um, homosexuality and LGBTQ, uh, specifically within the, the Asian community. I've got two special guests with me here today, um, as well as Ria, of course. Hello. <laughs> so the first one is my cousin called Akshay Patel. Say hi, Akshay. Hello, everybody. And secondly, I've got uh, my twin brother, uh, Aaron. Say hi. Hello. So, guys, tell us, you know, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us a fun fact about yourself. Akshay, go first. Ooh, okay. A fun fact. Let me a little think. Um, so, I would say my fun fact is a recent fact. And um, so, I recently will be, well, recently filmed for a reality TV show. Um, wow. so that's my fun fact. Yes. What? Oh. Spill the tea, I guess. That's, that's the tea still. I can't wait what. to see you on TV. Oh, oh, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, stay tuned um, August. I mean, no, no, September. September isn't here. Oh, oh, amazing. Yeah. And Aaron, tell us a fun fact about yourself. Well, my fun fact doesn't even compare. It's not even about me, really, but uh, last August I met H in an elevator in an Airbnb, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh. um, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm here with Ria, of course. And like I said before, we're going to talk, well, not me personally, but these two are going to kind of go through their experiences um, of being gay. They're going to talk through, they're quite, they're quite different experiences. So like I said, these are like my cousin and my brother and I've grown up with them and I've experienced both of your journeys and they've both been very different. Um, but obviously both really, really interesting and inspiring, I think. So that's why we've got you on here today to talk about it. And again, like the, all of our podcasts, we're here to try and break the taboo and the stigma and get more people talking about it. So hopefully your guys' story will inspire other people, I'm sure, who are in a very similar position to you to, you know, talk about it more and maybe be more comfortable Don't with themselves. More comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think, Aaron, do you want to start with your story first? Yeah, sure. So uh, honestly, there isn't really much of a story. I feel like my, I guess, quote unquote, coming out story is quite simple in comparison to some others. But um, it was the day before my 21st birthday. And for a long time, I knew I was gay, probably since I was in secondary school. Mm -hmm. But I tried to suppress it because I just knew that it wasn't really a big thing within our community and I was I guess I was quite afraid to come out so it was the day before my 21st birthday and at this point in my life I knew I was gay and I thought to myself I didn't want to keep any secrets from my parents or my family so I called them up while I was at university and I just told them that I was gay and they were very very accepting of it I remember my parents just reassuring me and the moment I told them they were just like you're our son we love you and we care about you and your well-being and that's yeah. that's what's most important to us so hearing that from them was really reassuring that's different to how, how you told me I received oh, a yeah well <laughs> yeah so I called, I called my parents I got like really emotional with them I told them everything and then I called my big sister and did the same thing and then I got with, a, a snapchat yeah well with, I just you know a snapchat because like with me and my like her sister we we haven't really we don't really get emotional with each other, which is fine. Like, I love that about us. It's true. We just have bands, don't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. And and I, I like... remember getting a Snapchat and it was like, I'm gay, lol. <laughs> and I, I just saw it and I was like, all right, let me call. I need, <laughs> I need to like, yeah. but yeah. Loki, I think I kind of knew me. Like, I, I, it's, I, I remember growing up, 
I'm not gonna lie, I kind of always had an inkling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, especially so, did you go to like the same school? Like, did you have any kind of idea? Like, so we went to the same mean? primary school, um, and then growing up, we went to separate schools. But um, like I said, I think because I don't know, maybe it's like a twin thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say like twin connection, <laughs> maybe. Really no, oh, I think growing up in such a close environment. Yeah, um, exactly. Like. like I, yeah like you were probably gonna notice things yeah that exactly that maybe yeah. other people didn't so yeah. to me it wasn't much of a shock but um mm. i mean i mean like, like you said both of our parents were both accepting of it but i think yeah. our mom was probably it took it's a little a, bit yeah. more time oh yeah her. i remember the phone call i remember like as soon as i told them they took a a little pause and my dad was the one to continue the conversation whereas my mom was just mm. like okay uh-huh, uh-huh. and you could tell she was taking a bit more time to process it which is understandable obviously mm. um but i think like all in all, like my parents, they're quite westernized parents. They're not very traditional Indian parents. They don't really practice a lot of Indian traditions and, and rituals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think because of that, they've kind of separated themselves from this view that a lot of Indian parents have, which is that homosexuality is a bad thing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is very nice. Like for me, it made life very easy. Um, yeah, of course. And I didn't really feel afraid to tell them anything. And um, honestly, like the moment I told them, it kind of made like dating a lot easier as well. Um, yeah. I felt very open about like like getting with different people and just like experimenting um, and so yeah that was like a really awesome feeling to be able to do that and have that space do you like openly great. talk about dating like with your parents or even like your family um, I, I wouldn't say I talk openly about dating but I'm not afraid to tell them if I'm like seeing someone um, okay. in fact I wasn't doing a lot of dating anyway if you know what I mean but um, <laughs> I feel like if I did meet a person that I was uh, seeing for a long period of time then I would feel no way mm. by telling them I tell them instantly well you've got you've got a boyfriend now so. well now I've got a boyfriend yeah so that's that's nice just to bring him home and like have my parents accept him and um that's it open, that's really lovely open their arms yeah. up to him is, is pretty great it's a nice feeling I think what it's about- important to, us to hear like the positive side of it like it's not always going to be bad when you come out I think oh it's exactly important. yeah yeah exactly. it's going to be bad so yeah it's good to yeah. know that like there can be a positive that can come from it exactly Exactly. How was it telling like your friends? Did anyone treat you differently because you were gay, or did you have? Did you think anyone was going to? No, I don't think anyone treated me differently at all. I told my best friend first, Emily, and she she didn't ask any questions about it. It was it was a uh, yeah. She was so accepting, and she was just like the best about it. What I hate is that a lot of people will say like if you tell them. They'll be like, oh, I always knew, like, I had a feeling, which is like, <laughs> I know you said it before, but like, I, you, you get a passage of books that I accepted. But, like, when friends say that, it's not, it's not the compliment you think it is. Like, it, like yeah. imagine going your whole life trying to hide this part of you, and then, like, someone comes up to you and says, oh, I always knew it. Like, it's kind of, you feel ashamed, you know? And it's yeah, like, I'm trying like, to think if I was, like, to come up and be like, oh, yeah, I'm straight. And then someone be like, oh, I knew that. Yeah, that would, like, be annoying. I'd be like, yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, friends didn't really treat me different. Um, I've been fortunate enough to like keep all my friends in my life like the moment I've told them. Um, so like, yeah, no, nothing, nothing bad from that experience regarding did, friends. Did you ever kind of, did it ever cross your mind to, I know this is quite extreme, but to just to like hide, hide or completely suppress oh, it for the rest of your life? Oh, hundred percent. Like when I was going through secondary school, I, um, I definitely thought about it. I was like, well, this is who I am and I don't feel comfortable telling people just yet. So maybe I can just get away with just getting a wife, letting her know the situation and just living a life, just married to her. Um, yeah. And like the older I got, the more unrealistic that sounded to me. So so talking more on like, at, like family in that sense, obviously where it was like me, Aaron, Stanley, we're related. So it's interesting to know like, how was that sense of it for you? Like actually your cousins and, and 
that kind of communication in that sense. Yeah, because that, that's one thing. I remember, I remember, okay, when you and me met up after the first time Aaron came out and we talked about it, and I was... You met up and talked about it? Bitching <laughs> 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 about you. Um, I knew that was going to happen anyway. No, no. So. so I just, I, I said to Okshay, I was like, I'm so shocked that he, because Okshay, you've, you've been gay for a very long time, and I, I always thought, um, I always found it surprising that because of your presence and how close we are as cousins, the fact that you being gay, I thought that would have been something um, that Aaron would have thought, oh, okay, like, I'll come out to and be and be gay too <laughs> and be gay together. No, yeah. <laughs> no but um... I, well, I think because like I just so like I knew I was gay for a very long time, but I just obviously go to university and like being around these like, new people. I was just I just wanted to make sure, and so I was kind of like, well, if I do see like a really pretty girl that I could like get to know and like you know maybe have a potential relationship with, like I just want to make sure that this is who I am, you know, before I like, tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with like Akshay, like I, I really respect like how comfortable you are in your own skin and like how you've embraced um, this side of you. Like it, it really made this for me like a lot easier just having you there to talk to and just confide in when I needed to. Like it was great. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, I remember when I came out to you at your house party and like, the next morning, we just had like a really deep conversation about it. But like the moment I told you, we were both drunk and you were just like screaming up and down the street. It was so <laughs> funny. It was so funny. Um, I think but, we had a full yeah, circle I, moment as well. I think we had a full circle moment. I think when you like told me in that situation, we had a full circle moment because you were one of the first people I told. Mm. Um, so it was like, for me, it was like, like full circle, um, which was really quite, it was emotional. Like, like not in the sense I was like, oh, like, always knew or whatever like that but it was just emotional to hear mm. um because it was like oh like i'm so happy for you um and i'm so like yeah <laughs> so yeah so these two have very different stories so aaron obviously only came out in the past couple of years but okshay so you've like i remember when you came out to me i, I think again I, I was one of the you told me that i was one of the very first people and yeah you were in you must have been in year seven because I was in year eight yeah. I'm sure so you've very different like you've kind of almost been certain for a longer period of time yeah yeah um I would say very different compared to, to Aaron um I don't know where to start really I think what I can do is just reflect on the last 10 years um even though for me I only kind of came out to my family properly and like officially even though this year um so and that's a kind of different conversation anyways but I think looking at actually understanding when I was gay was something that I knew like when I was like 12 and 11 and I think looking back at that time of my life when I was 12 and 11 don't get me wrong it was um for any 12 or 11 year old you're you're questioning everything you Mm -hmm. you're not even a teenager at this point and I think when I first understood the terms of okay I'm, I'm liking men it was a very hard thought to even have especially when you've been raised Hindu um, especially when you've been raised by when well, I'm a first generation British born kind of person in, in my family so that was another thing as well and then the cultural element um, so it was a very hard thing to understand and similar to Aaron it was a case of suppression for, for years um, and don't get me wrong I, I, I dated girls and I forced myself to like girls there was a case where I had a girlfriend even though I knew I wasn't necessarily into her um, to suppress that I was gay and um, to be completely honest with you, there was a point where I was very homophobic myself. Um, really? And I recall, 
being homophobic myself. And I think that comes into, I know you asked Aaron about friendships, but a lot of that came on when I understood that I was gay. Um, when I understood that I was gay, that was a lot of, I think because it was a different time and necessarily it's a different stage of life when you're a child, ultimately, um, there's a lot of different things impacting you. Um, and friendships are an interesting one because I went through multiple different friends in me understanding my sexuality. And looking back, I do think some of them were in consequence of me being gay. Um, so you think that, that you were treated differently. So you'd come out to your friends and some of them treated you differently because definitely, of it. Definitely. Um, but that, I think that's more because I just became more comfortable in my skin. And don't get me wrong, this is talking years of understanding what it means to be gay for me. So when I first kind of understood I was gay, I didn't really accept it. And I said, okay, I'm bisexual, or I'm bi-curious or what, whatever terms you want to put it. And then the more I kind of was like, no, girls aren't for me, kind of was years of understanding and trying to get out of that mindset that like, I can't force it anymore. And looking back, yeah, I do think, if to answer your question bluntly, moving through friendship groups was due to homophobia from my side. I used to be with an all Asian male heavy group um, that I grew up with. They were my, my, my child mates, I would say. Mm. And then when I kind of understood in this kind of South Asian, a lot of South Asian boys basically. And when I understood how I started to come in more into my sexuality, that this was a, not a, I don't say characteristic, but this was something that they don't understand or yeah. they will never be able to understand or the conversations that they're not used to. I knew necessarily this wasn't a group that I would want to be in anymore. Um, That's really good hard. though. That's good that you that you realised that and you didn't stay in there and just, you know, be this fake person. Um, yeah. But I think as well, looking back in the last 15 years, especially look South Asian, as a South Asian man as well, there is a homophobic tendency in our culture. Um, oh, definitely. 100%, yeah. And I think being a person experiencing it around South Asian people as a child, and then being victim to the homophobia, it's another thing on top of another thing. But it was the best, I think if it was for me, it was the best realisation I ever had was to be, for that to have happened, because I think looking back in the last 10 years, only positives have come out of it. Um, and I genuinely, I don't think I would have been progressing if I didn't kind of come to that conclusion earlier. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, definitely. Um, just going back to, um, to about culture, we did the, a mental health podcast last week and we kind of talked about mental health in our communities. And I think it's a similar kind of thinking. These topics are more stigmatised in Asian cultures. Um, why, why do you think that is in comparison just to, you know, white, white people? Um. I, I would say for me personally, um, a lot of it's got to do with geography um, in the sense that for instance, we're from Wolverhampton, a smaller city. Um, and I think for a lot of South Asian communities outside of London, I'm talking, are from smaller cities necessarily. Um, and I think for me, once I realised that there was just no representation in any queer space to be kind of gay in this space, had an impact anyways. I knew, for instance, I would be the only gay Asian boy in a five mile radius from where I lived. And necessarily that played a role in me being like okay I'm not gonna see anyone at school that's gonna be like me mm. and everyone who appears to be like me is in London which I think for me contributes to maybe where that contributes alongside everything else but plays a role into the kind of homophobia in South Asian culture um the idea of like geography and where you live having that effect I never yeah. like thought of that if that makes sense do you know what I mean like yeah mm. um 
Yeah, I know. I, I, Aaron, if you if you think. Um, I mean, following on from what she said, I guess yeah, it's just lack of representation. Like you just don't really see many gay Indian people coming forward. Um, I think that's just because of like fear that they'll get disowned by their parents and just fear mm-hmm. that they'll get shunned by their friends and family. Yeah, I, like I said, do, do you feel sorry? Do you sorry. feel like because of that you have to be an advocate for gay Asian people? Like, do you uh, actively go out and like? Is that what you're trying to like? Uh, so you're not doing but like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think so i think so i, I mean, think okay more so than like yeah because like yeah, yeah yeah i i mean I so, I, I, aaron's whole vibe is just very chilled out so that's the kind of yeah not that you don't have yeah. it but yeah okshay is a, a very you know okshay you just like your whole like final dissertation is on this right yeah no i think it's very beautiful that we both have navigated very different experiences um and that's why i love it like knowing you, you're in my life because we've we've navigated it really differently um, for me pers- personally, I have I have chosen to make it such an important part of my identity and everything I do in life. At the pinpoint of it is this. Mm. Um, not because I want to shove homosexuality in everyone's faces. It's ultimately because I know in my own community, there is so much, there is so much that hasn't been addressed in multiple ways, whether we think we've addressed it or not. I don't think we have personally as someone that's come through the process. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of it is, is no one's fault, in my opinion. Because when we talk about shunning and when we talk about our family disowning us and the rest of it, a lot of it has got to do with what's embedded in the culture. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily mm-hmm. but the impact that's had due to colonization, the impact that's due to our ancestors moving abroad and picking up values and dropping values and trying to keep to the core of what our culture is. Um, I do identify as a Hindu. Necessarily, I'm aware that my parents aren't from this country. Okay, so, so you, would you say, you know, would you say religion has played any part in, like, was that something that you thought, oh, this is against my religion? Maybe I, maybe I shouldn't be gay. Definitely, for me personally, it was because I was raised in a Hindu household, um, and I, I was, I think, for all of us as Asians, we're, we're aware how much pride, um, how yeah. key pride means in the South Asian community, and unlike other communities, and I can only speak on what it means to be South Asian in this case, and that was, for me, the biggest factor. Mm. How far away am I going from my identity at that point? Mm. Um, from where, from when I say identity, I mean from the culture, from the religion, from what it means to be South Asian in the eyes of what I've been raised to be. Do you not? Do you not? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, um, I think that's really interesting. That even though, like you face these things or come out you still consider yourself religious and hindu because i don't because i see everyone else getting shunned do you know what i mean like i'm like i'm not religious i cannot follow that religion or believe in that because they do not accept everyone so i think it's actually really interesting like the opposite i think we've taken like the extreme ends both of us in that which i don't know like i just find it really hard to accept religion as like that i don't know like it's beautiful now because i I genuinely think for south asians we're we're understanding what it means to be in our identity a little bit more um i always found like growing up being gay being asian being south asian being Gujarati, being hindu all parts of my identity were clashing with one another whether i was an element of being a hindu i have to now do i have to now consequentially Con, like be less of be less of a homosexual do i less be less of a man um and i think now in this day and age what's encouraged is talking on like our our identity can kind of intertwine with one another and intersectionality ultimately 
um, which wasn't there 10 years ago. It's like, if you were gay, you couldn't be Hindu. If you were Hindu, you couldn't be gay. Um, so I think now we are coming to a time where we've got, we have got more kind of transparency and communications on these topics. Mm. I, I think a reason to add is to, the reason I advocate so hard and want to be trans- so transparent is because ultimately in our, in our culture, we don't have those positive examples in any way. Um, and I think that's what I found so hard is that I ultimately got jealous of other cultures when I was seeing so many positive kind of attributes applied to these kind of role models and things like that. And I was like, hold up, we have literally, we, we, we get ex- all our examples when it comes to homosexuality and when it comes to South Asian culture is um, arranged marriages. Mm. Oh, you're gonna get disowned if you come out as gay. Which don't get me wrong, we were raised, and it's not our parents, well not gonna say parents, but it's not the, the community's fault for inciting this and this because their examples are there. And it and it's someone's truth at the end of the day. There are examples where people are disowned, and I don't think we can hide behind that because, in some cases, it, it is the case. But I think we need more examples that it necessarily isn't only the case. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So going on from that, actually, like, how is it like telling your parents? Ooh, the big one. Um, telling my parents. So, so as I said, I only came out officially, as even though I don't necessarily think you have to come out, but for me saying that to my friends and saying that to my family are very different things. So coming out to my family, I only officially did it this year, I would say, at the grand age of 20, well, I was 21 at the time, I'm 22 now. Um, but telling my family was 10 years in the making, um, I would say, for me, for me personally. Mm-hmm. And I think it took me 10 years because I needed to understand where I sat with it. Because being 14 and trying to tell your parents, being 18, and trying to tell your parents being 22 and trying to tell your parents are very different things ultimately for me when I was a kid trying to trying to give my examples that fluidity is such an important part of a life and I think the only examples we had of South Asian men were kind of hard bullshit men and don't be wrong that was the case but I, I think in our community we never had those examples of fluidity when it came to the sexes in that way so I always knew that it wasn't going to be a case for me where I could just be like I'm gay walk out the room, happy go Larry, because I knew it wasn't going to be the case. Yeah. Um, so it was years of kind of setting the seeds in place, kind of introducing them to the language, introducing them to, to, to different kind of ways of expression against the grain, against the kind of norm, which for me, a lot of my life has been not the typical kind of South Asian. Yeah. So being creative, doing a creative degree, um, not following traditions of as, as has been expected and don't get me wrong I, I was strongly inclined to follow a traditional what I say traditional South Asian male life do football attend this have a lot of male friends all of this kind of which for me was incited on me um but the more I kind of became at understanding where I sat with it and challenging it even though not head-on but in my own way um that's how I introduced it to my parents and don't get me wrong, I, I, deep down, I, I know they always knew, and I think it's them hiding, it's them, it's not their fault that they couldn't accept it, because I know that there's a lot of things in their play that probably has an impact, for instance, how they've been raised, for instance, their knowledge, what they're exposed to. Um, and I think when I officially came out to my family this year, one of the things I said to them is like, I'm, I'm never mad, however, whatever you try to incite onto me, um, yeah. because I forget that I have examples around me. I am proactively engaging in these conversations. 
do you know what I mean? So for me, it was in, it was never a place where I was like, I'm angry that it took me 10 years, yeah. but it wasn't the easiest of things for sure. It was a mental block. Um, and the thought of it literally was exhausting. And I think Aaron and Sal probably can understand a little bit because I would go to my cousins and be like, here we go again. Am yeah. I going to get a girlfriend? 16, am I going to get a girlfriend? 18, are you going to get a girlfriend? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. No, I'm not. Are you sure? Yeah. So it was exhausting to say the least. Um, yeah, okay. When you were when you were telling us like so like obviously we knew this was happening throughout the years, but like when you were telling us these things that your parents would say, um, when you were like trying to come out to them, like it was difficult for me to hear because like when I came out, hearing you talk about this was just like oh it, it sucks that like, he's going through this experience. Like, I wish he could have maybe have received the same uh, appreciation from his parents that I did for mine. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I really, it made me not uncomfortable. It just, it made me really sad to hear that you were going through such an experience when I had the visit. And I think as well to you at first, I spoke to you about this area. And at first I said to you, I felt jealousy. And for me, I said to you, I felt like a few months back, I, w- I was ultimately jealous. Um, but I think looking back, I don't think I would want it in any, any other way, because even though, that all happened. I genuinely think it was for me the best thing that could have happened. Um, so and I think how, I how, yeah. So like, how is the like relationship you have with your parents now? Is it non-existent? Do you like go like? Don't get me wrong. I adore my parents. Um, it's it's existent for sure. I definitely it took years of working together and having engaging conversations and don't get me wrong we know how it is in south asian conversations i mean communities <laughs> talking about these things sexuality relationships identity isn't isn't at the forefront as much as it should be yeah. um especially when you're outside in a smaller city where you're not even seeing it um so it's a a, a, a layered thing in that way um and I think right now I've got a really good relationship with my parents. Um, and I try not to compare my relationship with my parents to anybody else's because I think they're all relative to yourself and your situations. Mm. Yeah. Um, and for me personally, I think it's at the best possible place it could be um, because now there's full transparency when it comes to sexuality and I'm not leading them on to think I am personally going to get a girlfriend or anything like that because they know hand on my heart now, it's not the case. Mm. Um, but, but that's, and don't get me wrong, for me personally, it was a case of I knew that I had to be secure in myself, had to have the financial support for myself, know that I had to have the support for my peers and my friends, because if things were to go left, I needed to know that I had that reassurance and other elements of my life. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a, yeah. Um, so I understand where people have their reservations as to, yeah, why don't you just come out when you're ready, when you know, even though you don't necessarily have to. For me, it was not just being gay, it was the whole, Okay, if something does happen, would I know where to go? Do I know who to Yeah, it could literally change your whole life. Like, mm. um, But I was lucky to be resilient, is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, from your story, you definitely are resilient. So I want to ask, what advice would you give to other people in your situation? Because it's so easy for a friend to just say, oh, yeah, like, just come out to your parents. I'm sure they'll accept it. I'm sure they'll get over it and they'll come to terms mm. with it. But obviously, that's, that's not the case. And I so what would you what would you say to people in your situation well i would say that i mean obviously i can't um can't really force anyone to come out the closet um because you know everyone's situation is different but i would just say like for me personally like the moment i told my parents um or whenever 
whenever that time comes for you, you will feel the biggest weight lifted off your shoulders. And uh, the moment you come out, like it may feel like you've hit rock bottom, but like the good thing about rock bottom is that the only way to go is up. And so like, no matter what happens after you tell the people you care about, um, there are ways, there are ways to deal with it. There are people that will uh, support you and help you. And yeah, it's all about just finding those people that can love you for who you are. That's the main, the main thing in this. I think for someone who's afraid to come out, I think ultimately just take your time with it. Um, it's such a unique thing. And it's so personal to you that necessarily just take your time with it, whether that's if you've got to come out or not. Um, sexuality is such a fluid thing. And I always say, you know, just have your time with understanding it, exploring it, navigating it. Um, don't feel rushed or stressed to do anything that you don't necessarily want to do. Um, but also just be in tune with yourself a little bit as well and take time back to kind of think, how do I feel about this? Or how do I kind of process this? Or where do I take this? Um, which is something that I kind of wish I did a bit more was kind of being tuned with myself and kind of ask myself these kind of questions or, or, or even reach out a little bit more, um, especially because there is so much more support out there. And I think for me, it was a case where I introduced the, the kind of topics and the themes early on to my family. Um, I knew it was going to be a hard thing to do. I knew that it was going to take time. I knew that it was going to be a case that I couldn't just say it in a one conversation and it would be done and dusted. Um, so for me, it was kind of preparation. Don't get me wrong. It was really exhausting to prepare for so many years, but I knew it was something that I had to kind of make them aware of a little bit more. But I think as most people do echo, it's the most, it's the most alleviated feeling is that kind of, um, of that kind of release so yeah definitely okay thank you for the advice guys um okay so Aaron and actually I have one final question for you did your mental health ever suffer um throughout after before you know a little overview um I'm going to be honest and say that it didn't really suffer much only because I had great friends great family supporting me and i had that support system so um thanks to them i was just able to to stay in like a pretty positive place which is what, nice not even when you were when you felt like you were having all these feelings and you had to suppress them is that not oh um or were you just coping with it fine so i think the biggest thing for me was just not having that representation and i feel like that's where i felt like i wasn't really being seen we didn't have yeah. anyone in the media that was like asian and homosexual and I think it's just really important to have that nowadays. Um, so yeah, just having, just not having that, it, it kind of sucked because I just felt like I was alone in all this. So that's kind of where my mental health suffered most was maybe during high school. But um, after coming out, it's been pretty great. That's good to hear. Um, Akshay, what about you? Um, I think everyone to some degree has a, has a journey with their mental health. So I think when I look at sexual, my sexuality and how much that contributed to my mental health, I would say for the first half of understanding my sexuality it, it was depleting in that sense mostly due to my sexuality but I think once I overcome those things for me personally it, it helped me grow but I would say it's been a turbulent journey with my mental health but it, at first when it came to sexuality it was the key factor contributing towards my negative mental health is that, I, I, that's how you think mm. mental health but um 
I think now, if anything, it, it, it's not the case. Um, and if anything, it gives me more reasons to kind of just be progressive with it. That's really great to hear. Um, thank you, Aaron and Akshay, for joining us on this uh, podcast. I think we enjoyed listening to your stories and um, thank you for sharing some valuable advice. Um, so catch us next time for your next dose of Society Teeth.